0: Welcome into A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch. We are Nashville's on demand sports talk network and we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make everything happen for us and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords for the Nashville area at renterswarehouse.com. Man, do the pulse of fitness for one 15 minute workout. Equals five plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com. Your first workout's free. Wilson County Hyundai. Find your next ride at wilsoncountyhyundai.com in Lebanon. Calvin and Settle for your new hardwood floors and finishings. Find them at calvin And the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, boneandjointtn.org. So, Zach, before uh, I let you explain what was approved, by the NCAA's D1 Council. Uh, there is something that is yet to be done here on the show that dated back uh, to last week. Devontae brings up Judavian Clowney to the Browns. We talked about Judavian Clowney and the Browns yesterday and how I will wear a clown suit uh, next Thursday, April 22nd. Uh, but Zach, something else that I have to do uh, from the magic bucket, uh, from something that I just have to get done, and I'm sorry, it's taking me a little bit to do this, but I, I gotta, I gotta wear the gloves, man. I, I have to uh, do the show with these gloves on. So it's and, funny you said you did this because yesterday I literally
1: was racking my brain, knowing that there was something you had to do that you didn't do, but I couldn't think of it. So yeah. hey, there you go.
0: I so, hey, respect, man, respect. The hard thing is I might have to go Michael Jackson with this because I have things I gotta do during the show. Ah, uh, by sharing the show and and redistributing and doing some things like that, and I my my gloves and my fingers don't work on the key. On I don't. The, I, I think that's the a sacrifice. Trackpad.
1: You can't take the gloves off.
0: No, I have to take the gloves off.
1: You can't take the gloves. I have off.
0: to. I'm going for, for the sake of the show, Zach, because of how we have to go about things. I have to to go back and forth. But I, I I'll always things
1: on your computer.
0: I will always. You can do, do everything
1: on your computer. I know
0: how it works, Austin. I I. I I, create this business with you. I know all the things that you can do. It does not work on my mouse pad, on my computer mouse pad. It doesn't register. Grab some scissors and cut the finger open. I'm not going to do that because the next time I play flag football, I need Uh these things. (laughs) The next time
1: you play fag football will be in heaven. That will be the next time you play flag football, bud.
0: I have not played flag football (laughs) in a few years, but these are my flag football gloves that I've had since I was in college. Throwing around the old rock. Yeah, right. It's either these gloves or my snow gloves that I bought uh, in February when we had ice for a week here in Nashville, but uh, I figured these would be more comfortable. So, Zach, now that I've got these gloves, mitts on. Uh, go ahead and explain to the people of what happened uh, with the NCAA Division One Council this week. Well,
1: good thing we know all about the Division One Council. Nobody even knew that there was a counselor or who's on the council. Nobody knows anything about it. But the NCAA's Division One Council, whoever the hell that is, has approved immediate eligibility for all athletes to transfer. So they will not have to sit out that one rule. That is as soon as this upcoming year basketball and football players do not have to sit out a season after their first transfer from one uh, division one school. So you can only do it once for immediate transfer. We'll get into the details of that rule, but the rule isn't official until April 28th. That by my math on air is 12 days away. Yep. And is the exposed And that is when it will officially be official this is uh, one of the chairs, again, John Steinbrecher, who nobody even knows who the hell that is, the MAC commissioner. Uh, he said, it allows students a one-time opportunity to transfer and compete immediately, and it provi- provides a uniform, equitable, and understandable approach that benefits all student-athletes. The decision is consistent with Division One's goals of modernizing uh, its rules and prioritizing student-athletes' opportunity and choice. Uh, that is what the MAC commissioner uh, said. I think it's whack of modernizing. Uh, they have to do something else to truly modernize their their game. And you know what I'm talking about. Name, image, but, likeness
0: is, is you know, now that this is out of the way, and this is, look, this is, we'll talk about, is this a good thing, bad thing, who it helps, who it hurts. But now that this is out of the way, there's the ability for the NCAA who can only do one thing at one time. They cannot walk and chew gum. But the NCAA can now focus on name, image, likeness because they've got this uh, knocked out of the way. So that is that is something that's positive that maybe they can continue the modernization by using name, image, likeness and getting that move forward.
1: But this is a massive rule, in my opinion. This will change college football forever because, and this is my opinion on it, right? Yeah. I think that the reason why they did this is a form of an olive branch to the students you talk about modernizing college football. We all know that they need to pay these players because they treat them like employees, but they pay them nothing, right? They pay them an education as a justification. They haven't figured out how to do that. So this is one step of just giving the players more freedom and more choice to choose their school This is going to shake up a lot of things. This will create a free agency period in the NCAA and in college football, which, Austin, it will help us because we'll have that to talk about. Everybody will be – it will be like recruiting guys that you actually know instead of snot-nosed 18-year-old kids – in BFE Iowa that are really, really good that we just don't know that much about.
0: Well, now you have to deal with the snot-nosed kids who think they were spurned uh, because they weren't playing as a true freshman and and what all that means. So there's a lot of positives and negatives to this. But here's the first question we want to ask you guys. Simply, is a big deal, small deal, or no deal? So big deal, small deal, or no deal that the NCAA D1 Council has approved the one-time immediate eligibility transfer rule. But first let me tell you guys about the bone and joint Institute bone and joint the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care bone and joint is where to go. Whenever that injury happens to you in life, make sure you know where to go to get the best care possible. That's in Franklin, Tennessee at their incredible facility right there where you can get everything done in one building, the testing, all the imaging and X-rays, the surgery itself, and the rehab—right there. Boneandjointtn.org.
1: A to Z Sports. We are powered by Bet MGM. That is our title sponsor. Support us. Support them. Download the app today. Use promo code A to A T A T O Z Sports. If I can spit that out. The company name A to Z Sports. Yeah. And it look it, it will benefit you. You'll get uh, uh, you'll get risk free bets. You'll get free bets once you sign up and you start using. Plus, you'll get parlay boosts. They give you opportunities to win. It is a grand old time there at BetMGM. Download the app today.
0: Yeah, and I uh, have a bad beat that I will talk about later on in the show today uh, from last night. So big deal, small deal, or no deal? That the NCAA approved this immediate eligibility rule. Big deal, small deal, or no deal is the question. Kevin says big deal. Guy says small deal. Sean says huge deal. Rob says big deal, especially with Power 5. Jeff says, big deal. Kids won't go JUCO anymore. They'll go straight to a new school. That's an interesting thing because, you know, you got like the Alvin Kamara might be the biggest name in all football who is a JUCO guy, right? Because what did he do? He went to Alabama out of high school as a highly recruited five-star running back. He goes to Alabama but it's Alabama. He's fourth or fifth on the depth chart at that time. He doesn't like his experience there. He goes to junior college for a year. And then he, after that, he goes to Tennessee for two years. And now we just get paid a bunch of money by the New Orleans Saints. Right? So that, that's an interesting point by Big Ted Jeff there. Colton says big deal. Zach Goodman says big deal. Kids about to be transferring like crazy. Danny says big deal. Basically creates free agency. Stacy, big deal. Ed says no deal. They didn't have any choice after allowing quarterbacks to do so. So he says no deal because the NCAA was treating quarterbacks like this the entire time. What do you think about that comment?
1: Uh, Not fully, right? Like I understand Ed's sentiment. I I don't like completely disagree with that. I disagree with the no deal, but there was still a rule in place that that was selective. That's the reason why the rule has now opened up is because Justin Fields got to go from Georgia to Ohio state and then compete for a national championship or a college football playoff at that time. And that so that helped, well, right? It, but it's, it's definitely not a no deal.
0: Because it had to be, you know, your case, right? What was your case? Why are you leaving? And why should you be immediate eligi- el- immediately eligible? And quarterbacks were being done like in a month of, you know, a matter of month and a half or something where Cade Mays and guys like him had to wait eight to nine months to either know what the hell was going to happen one way or the other. So now you avoid that, that dead time of waiting. Ronnie says, big deal. Uh, Tom says, medium deal. Uh, Billy says, big deal, less commitment to the universities. Big deal from one. Uh, Zach, what is your answer to this question?
1: I think this is a massive deal on all fronts. This is the biggest deal of college football since Instant replay. Okay. That's how big this deal is. And we've talked about how, you know, instant replay has revolutionized the game. It slowed up the game. They still have to work on that. But this is what it does. It helps and hurts both sides. Coaches hate this. This was their power. This was Nick Saban's power over all of these kids is, I'm not going to let you leave. Uh, You ain't leaving. Sorry, you ain't leaving. You can leave, but you're going to have to sit down and go to to, to nowhere Mississippi or last, last chance you. You're going to have to go somewhere else. But now, since these gates are open, it definitely gives these kids power. And I think the treatment is the big deal of this. How are these coaches going to treat these student athletes now that they have similar power to how they were in high school. And you you kind of hinted at that earlier, Austin, is when they, they come out of high school, they think their stuff don't stink, right? right? They they smell like roses. Everybody loves them. And then they get into college football. And a lot of college football athletes that were five stars, four stars, and the man in their high schools and in their communities, they become a small fish in a massive pond and they get disgruntled very easily. Especially, and here's the big caveat, and why it's a big deal: you are giving choice to young Gen Zers. That's not good. Maybe
0: even whatever the hell's below. That's them not too, good. They right? live
1: in a they live in a a Google world, right? They always have. They grew up with an iPad. I mean, Anthony Edwards, which is hilarious, from the Minnesota Timberwolves, didn't even know who Alex Rodriguez was. Right, just had no idea who purchased some of the Timberwolves yesterday. If you saw that story, these kids—they're just—they're young, right? They don't have the life experience. And my father always taught me: you have to do things in life you don't want to do. And I I actually—I thought about that this morning. It was kind of weird, but even before we talked about this subject, is in life you will always have to do things you don't want to do in life you will have ups and you will have downs. But what measures a man or woman is what you do when you are down. You can make smart decisions, quit your job and go to a new one, move away, move across the country and find a new life. I understand that. But these young people and we work with them, right? This is well this is the bed of our business and I I love what they do it sometimes and sometimes it drives me crazy because they don't get it right and that's just with anything how are these Gen Z and Gen you know Y and K and and S and all the the next generations after them going to handle the hard times coach well I should be playing I'm gone that's why
0: this is a massive deal not on all a great front so whether you like it or don't like the deal, the, the move, it, it is absolutely a big deal. And Bobby says, Zach's going on his boomer rant. They're facts, bro. They're not like they're- Tom says kids these days, get off my lawn from no, Zach. It,
1: it, it, the, okay. Okay.
0: That's so I, I think ridiculous. They're, they're, Zach, they're poking at you. They're literally trying to rally you up, but, and, and this Live talk with Zach Bingham from I'm Ethan. I'm on TikTok, guys. Okay, no, I'm, I'm not, not saying a, look, I'm not <laughs> saying I disagree with you. And I don't think a lot of people disagree with you, but every older generation says the same damn thing that you just said about every younger generation. Like that's just how things work. The older you get, the more frustrated you get with younger people, whether it's their their loud music or the crazy way they dress or how they don't have the work ethic that you did or the work ethic that your parents did. That's the same thing throughout the last 100 plus 500 years because that's how human beings operate. But I I do like the ability, I like that these players that are not being paid, they're being compensated with their academics. While that is valuable to me, I understand that the business of college athletics have changed drastically since amateurism became a thing 50 plus years ago amateurism is an absolute joke. These kids are fueling a billion dollar business that is college football with the playoff and all the money that these schools bring in because of these guys, right? And these gals. But I do like the ability that they have to be flexible where they can do this one time. Now, There are situations that this is absolutely warranted for a guy to want to transfer from wherever school he initially signed with to another school. And there are situations all across, whether it's a a sick family member, somebody being homesick and legitimate things to move back. Those should be allowed and those should be approved. And this is going to allow that to happen, but this is also going to be abused because Zach, The college basketball season just ended. Over 1,000 college basketball players have already announced their transfer. Over 1,000. Now, this is different because of the pandemic and what the pandemic does because of the roster constructions and having a free year of eligibility where you don't burn that year. And so there was going to be a lot of movement here, but my God, over a thousand college basketball players where you have a roster of 12 to 15, like that is just ridiculous. There's not going to be spots for everybody. And so there has to be more regulations with this. How long can you be in the transfer portal? Like you can't just be in the abyss for three months, Henry Toto, make a damn decision at some point. And I get Henry Toto is probably waiting for this to happen So he can say, okay, I can go to Georgia or Alabama or wherever and play right now so I can go to the NFL in a year. So it is a massive deal. There's no doubt about it.
1: And Rob brings up, you know, the grass ain't always greener. That's a very wise statement as well. But sometimes it does work. Like, I don't want to sit here and be, you know, the angry old man that says, you know, oh, you know, hard work, you're not willing to work. Justin Fields is a great example of why it worked, Right. I mean, he was not getting his due at Georgia. He was a great football player sitting behind Jake Fromm. He's going to be drafted a lot higher than Jake Fromm was,
0: right? Well, there was, so, a, there was the the off-the-field situation with, a, I believe, a Georgia baseball player and racial slurs at Justin Fields that made him want to get out of that culture that Georgia had. That, that's that, what that, he
1: said to the NCAA.
0: That's fine, but did it happen? Yeah, is it is it I almost said a bad word? Is it messed up? Yeah. And is that a bad situation that Justin feels wanted to get himself out of? Sure. So if that's the reason why you started to sour at the situation you're at, then that's completely logical to me.
1: The reason why he soured is that he wasn't playing. Let's let's get down to the dirt. The the reason how he transferred was because of that situation, which look, I don't support that situation. I think that's a terrible thing justified the NCAA felt like it was justified but let's let's read between the lines here all right kids transfer because they don't play that's why I would say 90 percent of kids that want to leave there's the 10 percent that their parents are sick and they want to get closer back to home that they have situations like Justin Fields there is that 10 percent but 90 percent of these kids will transfer because they don't think coach is coaching them the right well, way. Or,
0: or it's, you know, there's so many, there's so many situations because Tate Martell is the brat of this. Tate Martell is the kid who was a spoiled kid coming out and who was buried on the depth chart just because he wasn't that good, who said, I want to transfer when when and went to Miami and still sucked, right? And, and whined about it and continue to whine. Joe Burrow, <laughs> excuse me, is a good example. Joe Burrow, had injuries at Ohio state because of those injuries, he missed out on opportunities to compete. And then he went and transferred to LSU for that new opportunity. And it worked out for him because he got healthy and he was able to find opportunity to uh, compete at LSU. And all of a sudden the number one overall pick national champion and the rest is history. So there are so many different cases and poster situations uh, across the. But uh, the world driving
1: force is lack of playing time. That is my point. Whether it's Joe Burrow's situation of lack of playing time because of opportunity, or whether it's Tate Martell, when, when, I want to go home or go to another school because I think that I'm the baddest man in town, but I really can't play that very well. So what the NCAA did was this simply they said, We're not going to pay you. We're going to give you choice, right? Here's choice instead of money. And this is the. This is really a PR strategy by the NCAA and their their BS committee that nobody knows who who's on the Mac whack whoever the hell the, the quote was from is they they're trying to deflect that's what they're doing. Here's a lollipop kid shut up for you know 20 minutes uh, the, the parents are trying to speak. That's that's what this is, and we, we have to recognize that because there is a bigger overall issue of the structure of college sports because you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't be equal. Women's basketball is not the same as men's basketball. It's not. Even though we want it to be, it's not. It is a business. And if the NCAA, if you don't believe that, you need to self-evaluate well, yourself. Well, the NCAA the needs C- to
0: tell itself that it's a business, right? The, because the NCAA doesn't operate like that because it doesn't do any competent players.
1: Correct. No, the NCAA operates like that. No, but they don't admit. as a business. As no, they operate as a business. Right. Right?
0: They don't that, call themselves.
1: That's the key. No, they call themselves an association, right? They a nonprofit association, an education association. But Let's see through that. Be smarter, right? Just like I told you that these kids, they transfer because they didn't play. The NCAA is a business. They will go where the money goes. That's how they fund everything. College football players should have a better locker room than the rifle team. That is in my opinion, but that's the fact. Because in a business, it's the same way, and I'll compare it to what we do. We talk about the Tennessee Titans. Why? Because they're the professional football team. The NFL rules the world. We don't talk about Belmont or TSU or Lipscomb as much if any, because it doesn't move the needle. It doesn't make money. It doesn't produce. It doesn't mean that we don't care about them. I love Belmont
0: basketball. I grew up on Belmont basketball.
1: Exactly. we talked about TSU once in the last five years because of Eddie George, the Tennessee Titan. It's just the facts and people have to get over not getting butthurt about it because the NCAA is a business. Now, the the driving force of what everybody should be pushing the NCAA to do is actually admit you are a business to the public and not just run the business behind closed
0: doors. All right, so let's get to this question, Zach. Who does this help? Who does it hurt? And let's focus on, does this immediate transfer rule help or hurt the elite college football programs? The first, tell everybody about Calvin and Suttle.
1: Yeah, Calvin and Suttle is where you need to get your hardwood floors. you got this Rivoli right here. We feature the... Live on air. Yep, you can you can hear that on the audio version. That, that thing is sturdy. That is sturdy wood. Friday, sturdy wood. That needs to be installed into your house. Living room, den, kitchen. This thing will pop in your kitchen. Your wife will come home and, look, I'm not going to get into your personal situation. She'll love you a little bit harder. If you have these hardwood floors, you rip up all this carpet and you say, look, let's call Calvin and Subtle and... Go on KelvinAsOtto.com. Take a look at what they have to offer once you pick up your sample one to two weeks. 615
0: 448
1: 6414.
0: A to Z Sports. were powered by BetMGM in the mornings. BetMGM, the king of sports books. Download the app. Use our promo code A T O Z Sports for a risk free bet for up to $600 with your first deposit and your first bet. Zach, I have a rule that I'm implementing that's official now. It's official. If we, if we brag and post about our, our victories, we have to mention our losses. And so I mentioned yesterday, I won a parlay uh, on Wednesday night. It got me 215 bucks. I was very excited about it. It was a big win. Last night's parlay bit me in the ass because I had three-leg parlay, the two legs in the NBA, and over to money line. easy wins, easy dubs. And I thought I could count on the Washington Capitals division leader to beat the worst team in all of hockey, the Buffalo Sabres, at home And guess what happened? The Buffalo Sabres got their first regulation win in Washington in over seven years. So I lost that parlay. So you got to talk about the bad beats. And BetMGM is all about the ride. And download that app. Use our code Sports, The king of sportsbooks for that risk-free bet up to $600. With your first deposit and your first bet, visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older. Must be present in Tennessee. For gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Redline at 800-889-9789. So now that my bad beats out of the way, uh, let's talk about this. Who does this help? Who does this hurt? And and does it help or hurt the elite college football programs in the world of college football? Alabama, Clemson, Georgia is approaching elite. Ohio State, absolutely elite. So Zach, how do you feel about this? Well, I want
1: to read a couple of comments because uh, Juan says both 50-50, it hurts and helps. But the elite programs, it has to do something a little bit more. Damon said, only hurts the elite programs that uh, are perennial national championship contenders because it produces better competition for them. Bama, Clemson, Ohio State will still have their starters, so it's not like they're going to suffer losses of starting talent, just loss of depth. Depth is big in, in the world of football because injuries occur, right? Yep, yep. Next, next man up. That's I, I, I think, and Damon brings this up, I think this goes so understated, and I think if you got Nick Saban in a room, he would sit there and say, how have you won all these national championships? Star power matters, right? But who got hurt last year at the beginning of the season in the Tennessee game on a kickoff? Jalen Waddle. Who stepped up? Devontae Smith. Who won the Heisman? Devontae Smith. Depth, right? Well, if you And that's why Alabama, Alabama and Clemson and these elite programs, when one guy does get hurt, their best player does get hurt, they have the register to fill the cash back up. So that I, that I think that's a big thing on why these elite programs have been successful. How are these kids now that the depth of really good teams that I've said are going to bitch and moan and leave because of playing time, where are they going to go that maybe once Waddle gets hurt or the next Waddle, is Devontae Smith well, already
0: gone? No, because Devontae Smith was I don't think so. I, yeah, I think, right. but he had the I, option now. I, I, yeah, but the guy, the guy caught the national championship game when he touchdown passes a true freshman. So Devontae Smith wouldn't go anywhere. Like the Smith was hanging around and important in that offense for the, the whole three years that he was there. Right. So, you know, but the next Devontae Smith, that's the key. These players, the, the, here's how I feel about the elite. The elites are not affected by this. I, I really, I, I think I kind of agree Uh, Who was it? G-Man on Bay says it's a push for the elite. It doesn't hurt or help. I I don't think they're affected by it because they're getting the guys who are bought into winning a national championship. Nick Saban is going and signing 25 guys every year that says, when you are here for three or four years, you at least play for a national title. And whether they're starters or reserved, he's got enough equity in the bank to say, I can get you to the NFL. I can produce. We will win together while you are on my team.
1: I disagree. I think this I don't think hurt.
0: Saban, I don't think Dabo, I don't think Ohio State are going to have more of an issue than they are. There's always turnover. There's always turnover. Saban blocks somebody once a year. Uh, yeah, but that's but those guys are not like Alabama is not any worse because Brandon Kennedy tried to transfer to Tennessee. Like that's gonna happen. Like those situations are always happen. Joe
1: Burrow leaves Ohio State. More are going to do that. That's the I, point. It's, I not, just one, it's not just one. There will be more disgruntled kids that want playing time. They thought, and this is understandable, five-star kid goes to Alabama, thinks he can play right away, or at least in year two, doesn't, and then now can immediately transfer to Georgia and still get the same notoriety, publicity, and limelight that he had at Alabama. So this is what my answer is. This hurts the elite and helps the second tier elite. Sweet. I don't know if it's going to help the Mississippi States or the Old Misses or or the, the Arkansas, and I'm just going with SEC or you know the the Iowas. Uh, well, let's go a little bit lower. Let's go with the Nebraskas or the Maryland's. I don't know if it's going to help those lower. the bottom feeders like that, but it will help the second tier elites in I, I a big the, way.
0: I think the bottom feeders are going to get hurt by this because. They, they will have a couple of guys who are studs, right? Who say, I don't want to go two and 10 next year. (laughs) I don't want to be like Keyshawn Vaughn who loves Vandy. I get it. Keyshawn Vaughn who runs for a thousand yard seasons at Vanderbilt. Like I don't want to go four and eight. Like I want to go do something worth the damn in the college football level and go play for a winner. But
1: this will hurt the elites. It will help the second-tier elites. That's my point. You said that it wasn't going to hurt the I, elites, and I adamantly disagree. I think, it's, I I think disagree. it's a push.
0: I think, I think it's a push for the elites because the elites will get the Keyshawn Vaughn situations of the world. They will also lose guys. I think it evens out for the elites. Who, who, who are the elites we're talking about? Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State. There's really no other elites. Those are the three elites, right?
1: Uh, LSU, Florida,
0: Georgia. LSU. I, I don't What are think you talking about? LSU, Florida, and Georgia are not on the same level as Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State. I think but there are three in that tier. Zach, that's the problem with college football: is those three teams and Rob mentions Oklahoma, maybe Oklahoma. Those three or four teams really are so far ahead of the others. Like I, I and they will come down because of this. I, I think that evens out. I think you're right about it helping the second tier of Florida, Georgia. Uh, I don't know if Notre Dame's into that or not, or or wherever Oklahoma fits, or Michigan. I don't know where Michigan is. Wisconsin, maybe. No, no. Like, let, let, let's talk
1: about brand names because I do want to bring up your school, Tennessee. Yeah. How do you think it will affect Tennessee? Now, let's. This is gonna be tough. Austin, but let's forget about all of the bad things Tennessee has done over the last 20 years, all the bad decisions, bad coaching moves and cheating and all that other crap, right? So let's forget about that. Let's just talk about the brand of Tennessee, the facilities, the passion, the fan bases, the stadium. What do you think that will do for Tennessee's football program moving forward
0: all right i'll tell you in a second but first let me tell you guys about mandu the pulse of fitness where one 15 minute workout equals five plus hours in the weight room mandu.com your first workout is free how in the world can 15 minutes possibly simulate five or more hours in the weight room it's full body electronic muscle stimulation that is what it's all about uh and it attacks your muscles you get deep in those muscle fibers and it doesn't hurt your joints. If you've got a pre-existing injury or currently dealing with something, joint issues, Mandu is right and perfect for you. And Really, Mandu is perfect for everybody because it doesn't matter if you're young, if you're old, if you're in shape, if you're out of shape, whatever your fitness goals are, build muscle, lose fat, Mandu can help you achieve those goals. Mandu.com, your first workout is absolutely free.
1: All right, Austin. What is this going to do for your Tennessee volunteers?
0: So initially, this crushes Tennessee. Initially. Now, because Henry Toto has been in the transfer portal for going on three and a half plus months. So has Graveris Crouch. Tennessee does not have anybody at the linebacker position because they got one guy allegedly beating up cats. And then other linebackers uh, going in dorms with uh, assaulting somebody with in marijuana is involved, right? That's that's the linebacker position assaulting so, so, somebody
1: with marijuana.
0: Yeah, that, that basically assaulting somebody for marijuana. I'll rephrase that. So it initially crushes Tennessee, especially because the NCAA is dragging its feet on what's going to happen with Tennessee and their sanctions. So anybody who wants to transfer away from Tennessee and play immediately. Like Oklahoma, who's got Keyshawn uh, Lawrence and Eric Gray, Wanye Morris, other offensive linemen have transferred out to go to other Big Twelve schools. Like Tennessee has been ravished, but by transfers because of how Jeremy Pruitt ended. Now, Ole
1: Miss has already been through that. It's yes, Jay Patterson. And, that's the and whole thing. that trip.
0: happens whenever scandal and a firing hits your program. So, can Tennessee use this to a benefit? I don't see it right now. Right now, I see it hurting Tennessee because we have to figure out what is going to be Tennessee's punishment from the NCAA. Now, you said something to me this morning about how this can help the Vols, and I'm curious to see what you think about that.
1: I think once – I don't disagree with what you just said, but that's just a period of time. The period of time is the constraints based on the violations, right? the sanctions they will be under in the next several years after that Tennessee like it or not I'm not a Tennessee fan Tennessee has a strong brand
0: no doubt and
1: players Tennessee is perceptionally in the second tier they are not really in the second tier of third, third
0: or fourth well, well I
1: mean, there there are a lot further I was that. thinking
0: but, I was thinking SEC so uh, yeah, you said college football and so you're right they,
1: but perception sometimes is reality for student-athletes I think this can get Tennessee a lot closer Austin I'm gonna besides the sanctions what has been the biggest issue with Tennessee football over the last twenty years, in your opinion, man, we could do a whole show about this, but it's a great topic.
0: I mean, that's a hell, that's a loaded question.
1: I have my you answer. lost
0: twenty years. Yeah,
1: uh, let's say fifteen. The fifteen years coaching. I would, I would go coaching one right bad coaches, but number two is quarterback play.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, that, but they've had some good quarterback play in between there that bailed coaching out at times. But it's either coaching's by far number one, which is what you asked me. So I got right,
1: it. coaching is number one, but quarterback play is two. They they literally wasted Tennessee fans' time the last three years with Jared Garantano. They wasted your time. They they. I mean, I have Tennessee friends. They they stopped watching at some point. That is not like a Tennessee fan to do. Right. They did that if they can now give hope with an experience instead of basing it on the future of, Oh my gosh, uh, you know, Harrison Bailey's going to come save us. It's like the whole hope of, Oh my gosh, I, I well, just got a divorce. Uh, I'm going to marry a supermodel and I'm going to meet her at a coffee shop next week. That's not going to happen, bro. It's just not. Now you can actually go out and try to find somebody who, of substance that wants to be a part of a program that has an elite perceptive status that is Tennessee that I think can help them so, and I'm not saying it will fix the quarterback problem,
0: but it will help the problem not repeat itself. In the next fifteen years. Well, it's all about it's about coaching because you have to have the right coach who can get that quarterback to come there and be effective. Because there have been two the reason why I didn't say quarterback play, because if you ask me over the last four or five years, I would say quarterback play because Josh Dobbs left in twenty sixteen. But it's been it's twenty twenty one right now. So we're we're all we're about five years past Josh Dobbs. Who's before Dobbs? Who's before Dobbs? Well you had like the dormity and not he was awful. Justin, Justin War, I know Justin Worley, Nathan God Peterhead. awful. Right. I agree. But my point is who was before first, them. To, stop. Chill. I'm about to tell you I'm working on it. You're not letting me talk. So you had the two quarterbacks of the last 12 years who were worth a damn in Josh Dobbs and Tyler Bray. Those guys put up insane numbers and had great offenses at Tennessee, but the coaching around those quarterbacks was so god-awful that they weren't able to actually be successful to the level they should have been. Josh Dobbs should have taken Tennessee to win the East, but Butch Jones could not manage a roster. Tyler Bray had the best, one of the most explosive offenses in the SEC. They were averaging well over 30 points a game, but their defense was such trash because Dooley was trash. Uh, that they gave up 40 points a game defensively so they went 5 and 7 right it's ridiculous of how bad the coaching has been and how they've been unable to develop talent i was listening to a draft po- podcast i was listening to a draft podcast over the weekend the national draft podcast and they brought this up the draft dudes podcast from the draft network it's really good but these two guys have zero ties to the state of tennessee and they brought up how there has been a run on Tennessee athletes from the Vols who did nothing in college but have turned out to be better pros than college players. We all know Alvin Kamara. We all know Marquez Callaway is going to be on this list. I think Josh Palmer is going to be on this list. That's why they're talking about this situation because of what they think Josh Palmer could be. And then you got Emmanuel Mosley, who's a starting quarterback for the Niners, who could barely do anything. Uh, Justin Coleman there's a there's a lot of guys Arian Foster was pretty good but there's a lot of Tennessee players who did nothing in college because the coaching could not handle them and that are better NFL players uh, than they were in college you and that's what your question
1: you answered the question Austin by you just talking the lack of developing players because the number one thing is coaching right this transfer rule helps this. You don't have to develop these players as much because they can transfer. They're older. They're not in the system as long. Now, you're betting on that your coaching over the next 15 years is going to be better. But that's the
0: point. But what type of player is Tennessee going to get in a transfer? Somebody who's not playing. Right. So somebody who probably needs more development. No, they just haven't had the opportunity. That's the point. Man, they I, could I they
1: could be developing. They just don't have opportunity on the field on game day. That's the point on why these kids are going to transfer. Do you understand what I'm saying? I, I, I understand and that. And that's my I point. Just don't, that's the I just answer don't to the, the question it. you asked. I
0: me. just don't see how that helps Tennessee. I think Tennessee's in a rough spot, and they're going to have to grassroots. For the build- time being. But this will help them alleviate the
1: problem that they've had over the last 15 years right? Fool me once, don't fool me twice. Don't do the same thing and expect a different result. That's the same thing of what this rule can prevent them from making the mistakes that they've been
0: making over the last 15 years. Look, they they can sell immediate playing time right now, but I agree with Jeff Rubel. Tennessee's going to get second tier transfers at best at at this point in time. And I, I just, we're not talking about this. Did you not hear what we said? I, I
1: did, but like I, I just, don't compare that. I just don't see it being realistic. Like it seems so far away. You're you're a battered Tennessee fan. That's what you are. You're yeah, beaten. Don't I have reason to be? You do, but. Also, get out of the relationship, take a step back, and go find a new person, right? That's what a lot of people, but they stick in the relationship and say, this is going to be my life the entire time. I'm going to go home. I'm going to hate my life. Now there is grass is greener for Tennessee.
0: You should have some more hope moving forward. Well, because you have to have that hope in Josh Heupel. Josh Heupel Danny White have to be the guys, right? Danny White has to be the right AD, and Josh Heupel has to be exciting and play an exciting brand of football and at least score some damn points.
1: Josh Heupel will be better than Jeremy Pruitt. I agree with that. Then that there's your hope. Then what but but you just said, all of
0: the doubt should run out of you. But he's, uh, no, that's not how I should operate. I, you should not tell any Tennessee fan that all the doubt should run out of them because they Based should on be doubtful. that. No, like just because Heupel is better than Pruitt doesn't mean you shouldn't doubt the Tennessee program to get back. What are you talking about? You're also the guy who makes fun of all fans for saying, yeah, next year, yeah, next year. No. Like, be realistic. This is,
1: this is the complete reset, right? Yes. This is when Tennessee fans no, should just, have the most hope that they've had in, I would say, since, 10 plus years.
0: No, no. They're they at the bottom.
1: Of- dude, they are at their lowest point. Their savior, Philip Fulmer, absolutely bent them over and right, screwed so, them. But
0: you're no, telling listen. Them the
1: threat. And 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 then Jeremy Pruitt cheated. Fulmer tried to cover it up by just hiring a guy. Then they paid Fulmer to go away, which is the most ridiculous thing in my life. And so they are at, I'm just gonna be honest, the program is at the lowest point. It is lower than when Brady Hoke was Hope was an interim coach.
0: Like, Zach, nope. like you're trying to, you're telling them they suck and you're at the worst point of your life, but you should have hope. Because uh, there's only one way to go. Yeah, I know that, but th- but there should be Do realistic. Do you know that? Zach. But That's why I said Zach, what I said. Setting, Zach, here's what you're doing. You're setting Tennessee fans up so you can make fun of them in the fall for having hope. Right, look, I have exactly no agenda.
1: Austin, I don't care about Tennessee right. fans. They're you know just, that. You want to talk about Tennessee basketball. I would rather shoot myself in the face than talk about that. I have no agenda for Tennessee fans. They don't affect my life. I I don't think about them. That is not me. So don't say that I do because I don't. I'm telling you that I can judge you based on an unbiased opinion. You're at the lowest point. You hit rock bottom. You messed out. Now let's go get some intervention, become but that sober, doesn't,
0: but that and, doesn't and start mean, your new life. But that doesn't mean you should be super hopeful, or the most hopeful you've ever been in the last ten years. No, yes, you should be, because you're at the lowest point. You're six no, feet under. No, no, no. You, you just need to be realistic. And being realistic is this is going to be hard. Like this is going to be hard to dig out of this. And so be realistic, did I say patient. that?
1: Did I say it was going to be easy?
0: No. Did I say here, that? You're over here saying have hope, have faith. They're going to do it. Like is this going to help? Like we're. I'm not buying it. It's. Tennessee fans need to understand how hard it's going to be on Josh Heupel. And the one thing you can hope for is to have an exciting offense to watch at times and not just be watching games where your team gets drubbed 34-13 to because you score one touchdown and kick two 40-yard field goals. How many games did they win last year? Three.
1: They can win more than that this year.
0: Yeah, because they're actually going to have a non-conference schedule that's a lot easier. So hope. congratulations. There's, there's hope on that there's hope but don't Tennessee fans are understand that they should not do that to themselves again because they've done this to themselves three other times this is your
1: lowest point though this is this is right now is worse than Lane Kiffin leaving you Derek Dooley is screwing the program over by having 13 guys on the field and leaving them that was a bad hire Butch Jones and all that brick by brick BS and then you just saw Pruitt who left the, and, and Fulmer, your savior, left the, the the entire cover just completely empty. Now you start building. You go to the grocery store. You start filling it up. You start building. That That's what I believe. Exactly. They're you're going at the, the blow, lowest point.
0: Yeah, they're going to the grocery store with food stamps right now because they don't have the ability because of what the NCAA is about to lay the hammer on them for. It,
1: it's better than Jeremy Pruitt stealing food from the grocery store and then getting caught. <laughs>
0: Yes, but that doesn't mean you should have hope. You still have a lot of work you got to do, so be patient. I'm not telling people to have hope. Was going to be easy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's let that's fine. Let's get to this because I do. It's a great video. I I I love the video that we're about to play from Nick Saban, and it just it makes me like Nick Saban. And I don't know how people feel about that because I want to know if people like or dislike Nick Saban as a whole. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai.
1: Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to get your next ride. I drive a 2012 Hyundai Sonata. I absolutely love it. I bought it brand new, 100,000 mile warranty. You can get that same warranty on a brand new Hyundai, whether it's the Sonata, the Elantra, or the brand new 2021 Palisade. Full-size SUV, third row seating, bucket seats, all the bells and whistles at a great price. Austin and I both have test-driven this car. We do broadcasts in this car. It's spacious. It's spacious. If it's spacious enough to do a, a full broadcast, sure. it can fit your family. That's wilsoncountyhunday.com.
0: A to Z sports. Don't forget our title sponsors, BetMGM, the king of sports books. Download the app today and use our code ATOZ sports. You get a risk-free bet up to 600 bucks with your first deposit and your first bet. That's at BetMGM. Download the code or download the app today. Really a lot of great stuff. Great parlay. I, I just got a free bet during the show this morning. Got a notification on my phone. New free bet for me from BetMGM. Gonna have some fun. A to Z Sports Picks coming up later today on a Friday. Just got the rundown from Alan Bell. Uh, They've got a Friday parlay for everybody tonight, so get ready for that at 2 o'clock today. A to Z Sports Picks for the guys Alan Bell and Brian Edwards to help us win some money. They were really good last Friday. So A to Z Sports Picks coming up at 2 o'clock. So, Zach, let's play this Nick Saban video. It's about him talking about telling a story. He's a great storyteller. About him and his now wife, Terry. Everybody knows Miss Terry but about how he had to work so hard to, to get Miss Terry to date him back in high school and how things turned full circle. Here's Nick Saban.
2: Yeah. They had a homecoming day for Nick Saban. And all the guys I went to high school with and all the people, the family, you know, came to it. It was a big deal. And it was wonderful. It really was. But when I was a kid growing up, my dad owned a service station. And we lived in the country. And my wife, who was, I tried to date from the time I was in the seventh grade, she would never, ever date me, never, ever go out with me. She had this guy named Mickey Schaefer that she was always boyfriend with. She was from the city. She went to East Fairmont. She was the, the Queen Bee, the drum majorette and all that stuff. And, you know, I, I mean, I just could not get a date. And here I am, the country bumpkin out here, pumping gas every day. And it's, in those days, it's full service now. I mean, it's not like today. Somebody comes in, pumps your own gas, you collect the money. I mean, you had to clean the windows, check the oil, change tires, mufflers, grease cars. I mean, I was filthy dirty, black fingernails all the time. Could never get a date. Could never get a date. So finally, when I got in high school, we were pretty good. We, we were just a class AA school. She went to a big A school, and we always played them, and we beat them like a drum. But she finally noticed me. She finally noticed me and I finally got a date. And she had dated this Mickey Schaefer guy for like six years. So when we go back for this reunion, lo and behold, Mickey Schaefer owns a service station. And Terry and I have been married for 42 years, so however many that was, minus five. So I said, I am not gonna miss the opportunity to do a drive-by. just to make sure she kind of knows how she picked. <laughs> so we, we drive by Mickey Schaefer service station and I said, see there, honey? There's your boy, Mickey Schaefer." I said, if you'd have married him, that's where you'd be now. She said, bullshit, if I'd have married him, he'd be the head coach at Alabama now.
0: great story. And Nick Saban, underrated storyteller and and how he uh, treats his wife, Miss Terry is always funny uh, to me, but like, do you like, or dislike Nick Saban as a whole? That's what I want to know. Because a lot of people that watch our show are anti Alabama, anti Nick Saban. But do you like, I I like Nick Saban. As a graduate of the University of Tennessee, I like him as a person. Do I get annoyed at how he tries to spin the rules to his benefit and pick and choose when he wants to like a rule or not like a rule? Yeah, that that annoys me, but I understand what he's doing. But my respect for Nick Saban is out of the roof. And I actually have a a funny story I can tell about my wife and Nick Saban in in a minute. But do you like or dislike Nick Saban? I like
1: Nick Saban for one reason. Uh, he has built, and this is hard to do. He's built trust, even though millions of people haven't really necessarily met him. It's based on his actions, right? He, I trust the guy. Like I, I would trust him with my son or daughter to, to mold and 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 teach and coach and get better. And uh, he's he's disciplined, right? I, so I, I think that's why I like Nick Saban. I don't like Alabama. I'm an old Miss fan, right? Now we did beat him twice cheating, which makes me happy, but cheating. But still, I was Painful. there. It,
0: it, yeah. It's
1: not a lie if you believe it, right? So you uh, go, George. uh I, I do I like Nick Saban. Uh there as I look at the sports landscape and we do what we do, I, there's not a lot of people that I hate that are in sports just because I appreciate what they do, because I appreciate sports. I appreciate Nick Saban and I went to, we went to SEC media days a few years ago and I snuck into a TV room. I wasn't a TV guy, but <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm more of the guy that just asked for forgiveness and of permission. So I walked in there and I sat front row and I listened to a set Nick Saban press conference and the way that he demands a room and answers questions, it's, it is just, it's something that. Uh, very similar to standing near Tom Brady when he came to 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 the practice and and practice with Mike Vrabel and the Titans right, that right, that year right. is you, he just has this aura about him of trust and respect and that is a characteristic that is earned not given
0: right so my story about Nick Saban and, and my wife is both both my wife and I graduated from the University of Tennessee. Uh, and I obviously care a lot about football. She could not care less about football when we met. So she was interested in learning more about football. This was in in the summer one year, the, about a year after we'd been dating. So she says, can you teach me football? I want to know what the hell I'm talking about or watching with all these games that I watch with you on the weekend. So I'm like, of course, I appreciate that. She likes learning. So what do we do? We turn on the SEC network in the summer, and so – you know, a couple of times a week. We'd watch these old games from the year before the SEC network. And I figured if I'm going to teach her football, I need to teach her what it's supposed to look like. So let's watch Alabama versus LSU. Let's put that game on and I'm going to pause the TV. Here's these positions. Here's what these players are supposed to do on the offense. She can now diagnose the position groups on defense. Tell me what the safety is supposed to do, what the left tackle does, all this kind of stuff. So she learned, a lot. But what I did is I created an Alabama fan by accident. And so now we call it an Alabama appreciator because we don't want to call her an Alabama fan, but she actually roots for Alabama and Nick Saban because of her appreciation for how good Nick Saban is his job. And so I, by accident created this Alabama appreciator back to the point where a couple of years ago, when Alabama was on the fringe of making the college football playoff and they didn't know if they were going to be in, me and you were getting ready for our Titans pregame show and she's at home by herself watching the college football playoff announcement show and cheering so hard when Alabama sneaks in to get that fourth spot by herself. So that's, that's what I did. But Nick Saban is absolutely worth uh, being a fan of and appreciating what he's been able to do at Alabama,
1: and I think you hit the nail on the head. Appreciation. Yeah. That's the key word. And I, I i don't love Nick Saban, but I appreciate him. And then uh, Gmail base brings up a good point. And I think you justify a lot by this of on a fishing boat with a 12 pack. He's probably a cool guy. Would I like to have a beer with Nick Saban? Yes, I would. Right. There are guys in the media or that have uh, power celebrity status, whatever you want to call it, that I would not want to have a beer with because I just don't think they would be cool. It's like the president, right? George W. Bush. It's that, that guy you'd like to have a beer with, whether you like his politics or not. George W. Bush, through the whole thing, I was like, that guy would, I'd like to watch a baseball game and have a beer with him, the guy. Doesn't mean I judge him based on his, again, political prowess, but I think the same thing about Nick Saban is, I would like to have a beer with that guy. Yeah, Urban Meyer? No. No. <laughs> But that's a pure emotion. I have nothing against Urban Meyer. No, you do have something against Urban Meyer. You don't like Urban Meyer. I I don't like Urban Meyer, uh, his Ohio State connection, but he doesn't seem as a person the guy that I'm like, man, I'd just love to.
0: No, he's a a sleaze. He's dirty. He's a sleaze. He's just going to, you know, the next time he. The only reason he takes the the Jags job because he has the opportunity to work with Trevor Lawrence. Like we know that. That's
1: smart. That's intelligent. That's Yeah, but he's also I don't blame him for that.
0: Boy, it's not that. It's that on top of how he left Florida and that on top of what he did at Florida. And that on top of how he left Ohio State.
1: The thing that pisses me off more about Urban Meyer than anything, it's not that the way he runs his programs. How he leaves. It's how he leaves. You're exactly right. right. Don't tell me that you're sick and then come back and do college football on Fox.
0: Yeah, don't like, tell me i want to go spend more time with my family when you're working four days out of the week traveling because that's what it takes to go be a college football TV analyst. It's a lot of travel. We
1: should do this. Bobby and he's joking, but Zach's list of top 10 have a beer with people. I, I think we could come up with maybe not ten but like we we have our right. top three as an industry show topic. I'd be curious about yours, Austin, and I'd be curious about everybody else's in the chat. And now yeah. I got to think about I mine. Mean, we
0: have we have to like almost like limit it to a category, like top no. three. No, <sighs> that's mean, the best number part. one's Jesus Christ, right? Uh- <laughs> but again. <laughs> but i mean we have to like are you are we it. in a
1: country song are no, you right are we writing now
0: so that's that's the if you could have dinner with three people who would it be and that's the whole thing of like well of course jesus christ is coming mine's the genie from aladdin so i could ask him for wishes <laughs> <laughs> robin williams or will smith Robin Williams. Okay. I'm just, just got to make that. That, uh, make that new
1: Aladdin sucked. It was awful. I watched it on a plane one day. Bad.
0: <laughs> oh, all right. So let's get to Ain't That Good News. Ain't That Good News every Friday to end, a, end our week and to send us all to the weekend. But first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com, the professional landlords in the national area at RentersWarehouse.com. Go there to find out how much your home can rent for. There's so many different ways you can use Renters Warehouse to your benefit uh, just check out, they can create extra cash flows for you and your family, help you get that long-term equity that equals long-term wealth. And if you're currently a renter, head to renterswarehouse.com to find out where you can move, upgrade, downsize, different location, better location, want to move out away from the city, whatever it might be, renterswarehouse.com is where to go.
1: We are powered by BetMGM. Download the app today and use promo code A-T-O-Z Sports for great deals Man, now that we've been talking about that, all I can think about is the Luke Bryan song "Drink a Beer." <laughs> After you said your little country line, what? Uh, that was that was that may have been the best joke of the week. There, Austin, joke or serious, whatever you want to say, but that's for you to
0: decide. <laughs> I've decided <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, David starts us off with good news. Finally got upgraded internet in the middle of an Indian Ocean so I can watch a show today. David, I have no idea what you're doing, but um, out in the middle of the Indian Ocean. Now you know, I'm
1: kind of curious, though. I am
0: curious. So if you deep-sea fishing? Because if you are, I could be on board on that. David, follow up with what you're doing in the middle of the Indian Ocean uh, with your high-speed internet that you have in the middle of the Indian Ocean because I, I want to know what the hell you've got going Diego
1: on. Diego Garcia. It is, Diego Garcia is the British Indian Ocean Territory. That's fine. It is a, I don't know what he's doing there. It is a group of islands just south of Ecuador. It oversees the territory of the United Kingdom. Militarized. Uh, let's see here. That's what I'm saying.
0: Is this a military thing? Or 60
1: is- small islands.
0: Work trip, uh, David says.
1: What did he say? Work trip. Oh, work. Man, that's that's good work if you're out there. Well, it depends on what you're doing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know. You, oh, Literally, hey! I'm out in the middle of the
0: ocean, all of a sudden you're like crowd, You know, your deadliest catch, crabbering. That's not something that I would be like. Oh, I want to do government contractor. He says. So okay. hopefully he's not stuck in a boardroom or something like that. Maybe actually. he's
1: maybe he's searching for the lost planes that <laughs> just disappeared.
0: All right. So good news. Dom says good news. Bad news. I said some stuff. Uh, in a Grizz group that got me cussed out by John Morant's dad himself. <laughs> he crushed my soul, but I got the clout, LOL. That <laughs> is funny. It's like whenever you do something so bad that you piss off the parent of a star player, I'm, I'm, I'm with dumb. Is that good or bad? That's good. Okay. Aaron says, Good news as we speak, getting ready to, for the SpaceX Crew-2 Dragon Launch. Aaron always has good news or shade that goes way over my head. <laughs> I have no idea what he's talking about. Zach, what's your good news this week?
1: Uh, so my good news is a little bit sentimental uh, because so it, today is April 16th. So twice a year, I eat a meal that I absolutely love. I eat Hattie B's hot chicken. I get twice a year, twice a year. I eat it on my birthday, June 18th. And I eat it on my dad's birthday, April 18th, which is on Sunday. So my plan is to eat Hattie B's hot chicken. Uh, My dad passed away a couple of years ago uh, due to prostate cancer. And so this is my ode to him uh, on his, uh, I don't, I don't even know what birthday it would have been. It's just his birthday. So uh, Sunday, that is my good news is that I will have one of my favorite meals uh fried chicken plus this, look this is no there Hattie B's not paying us anything I just love Hattie B's pimento cheese which I don't like I mac them. and cheese though their mac and cheese is fire you got to get their fries but more importantly you have to get the cobbler with homemade home style churn ice cream on top to end it so yeah that is my good news Patty B's on Sunday.
0: You know what? I'm going to um, up my good news from my previous good news to uh, kind of fit uh, the same situation that you're kind of talking about. So uh, I, I, sho- I showed you guys on the show a few months ago, I guess it was, the authentic Eagles Reggie White jersey that my father-in-law got me. Uh, for Christmas, the Christmas before he passed, right? You remember that jersey, Zach? I do. So it's a badass white, old school Kelly Green Eagles Reggie White jersey, and so for my birthday, that was last week, my wife actually got that framed, and so it's going to go in my office here, uh, with a plaque that that in honor of my father-in-law who has since passed as well. So that my good news. Is it gets here on Monday, and so I'm pretty pumped up because it's been like a four week process of waiting for this thing. So I'm pumped up to get that uh, framed Reggie White jersey from my father in law on Monday in the office, put it up on the wall uh, because I think it's it's pretty cool. So uh, I think it's appropriate for me to bring that up as to fit the sentiment there. Because uh, my other good news has been like, okay, my shoulder doesn't hurt anymore from my shot on Monday, but that's uh, bad. Uh, uh, you got another cortisone shot? No. The 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 shot that everybody else has been getting over.
1: Oh, oh. well that yeah. Shot. You got well I didn't see you posted on social media, so I didn't even think it happened. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm not um I'm not about that
1: uh <laughs> that vaccine clout.
0: No, I'm not about that vaccine clout. I, mean, I did not- get I did get the shot on Monday and I, I swear, uh through last night I was still feeling pain in my shoulder, but now I'm good. I woke up this morning and it's no big deal. So
1: you get you requested the Johnson and Johnson one, right? Uh negative. Oh, okay. I
0: yeah, d- just didn't yeah. Know I'm that. in the Pfizer fan. That, that's Good.
1: Wait. It. Well, you know. Look, we need you here at A to Z Sports. So we, your life is uh is valued here at this company.
0: Yeah. So my next one's coming up on Cinco de Mayo. Which I learned that you can drink alcohol after your shot. You just might feel worse, but it doesn't affect the shot. So Cinco de Mayo, second shot might be taking some other shots with the second shot.
1: Well, and now, now you everybody, you know. Now you're tracked, right? So now you Exactly. You know, yeah, that's exactly what happens. The tracking device is now officially in, and you don't know, you'll never get lost. And that, that, that's really the good news. Is yeah. the tracking yeah, device is now so whenever my, your blood
0: yeah. whenever I, I can't when it, my phone can't find me, my phone can just track me itself and come back to me. If you know so if Biden or the government needs to track you down, they can call you. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Yeah. All right, also good news, I'm done with the gloves. I I wore the gloves throughout the show. My hands are now sweaty. And it was hard to type through that, but there you go. All right, guys, hope you have a great weekend. Uh, We've definitely had a great week this week. We had a busy day today, but it's good busy here on a Friday. A to Z Sports doing some work uh, behind the scenes this week. So uh, we will check you guys on a Monday. Don't forget A to Z Sports Picks coming up at 2 o'clock with Alan Bell and Brian Edwards. They've got some NBA action tonight they're looking at. They'll have a Friday parlay that I'm probably going to play that Friday parlay today because they had some success last Friday with it. So we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Appreciate it.
2: Adios.